You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. What's up, everybody? How you going? And if you are hearing those cool tunes, you know it's another episode of Nerdificent. And I'm Ify Wadiway, and sitting across from me is my good friend, Danny my darling. D- Danny Fernandez. You said, h- how, what did you say at the beginning of this? It didn't make sense. What? I think you meant to say, how are you doing? But you said, how are you going? Oh, no, that's I the like new it. wave. That's the new wave, you know? Is it? Yeah, how are you no, going? No, no, I feel like you just haven't had enough coffee today. Uh, how are y'all going? <laughs> Yeah, that's what we say around these parts. How y'all going? How uh, y'all going? You yeah. don't say. Do you say y'all? I say y'all. Oh yeah. Apparently that's Australian slang. So you know, I've been a been a head How of the y'all curve. Going? In How Texas, y'all going? they say that they're fixing to. Fixing <laughs> yeah, to do fixing something. to do this. Fixing to. So today we're talking about bitcoins, and you know, I I, I know a few of y'all y'all saw that title. Y'all hyped. Y'all like. I've been thinking about getting into Bitcoin. Well, uh. You may not want to, uh, or you may do. Depending on what you take from this episode, it could go either way. I've I've been on that ledge, and every time I've been ready to jump, the water it, it was it's like trying to jump into the ocean on a rocky ledge that like the the wave keeps pulling back, and every time I want to jump, I only see rocks, so yeah. I get sit back down. I definitely regretted that I like it was something that I could have bought and then I was like, oh, damn, I should have because now it's worth so much. And then now I feel bad. Like now that I saw that it isn't spoiler alert, mm-hmm. um, I was like, well, good, you know, <laughs> well, that's that's what's so funny about it is if I would have gotten into it when I first heard of it. Oh yeah, I it was good, but we wouldn't be friends. <laughs> no, I'd be some you weird. New, you would yeah, have yeah, new I'd friends. be smoking weed next to Elon Musk on <laughs> Joe Rogan show. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, since I've known about it for so long, I know that like the amount of that I would gain from it would never be as much. So it's always easier to just pass on it from here on out. <laughs> You know, you still got those, like, Magic the Gathering cards, so yeah. that could be your retirement right there. Oh, yeah, we'll see. 
We'll see. I definitely still have my uh, rare sleeve. Mm-hmm. You know, got got some stuff busting out of there. But... I have my Beanie Babies. Um... <laughs> Gosh, that was a thing. That's my. I have the tag protectors. That's my investment. Yeah, They're it's... worth um seven ninety nine. <laughs> That's what's so funny is the influx of like collectible uh, collectible things, and me always having some weird hand in it. Like now, Funko Pops are starting to become this new collector's trend. The like the limited edition ones. Oh yeah, because most of them you can still get for ten dollars. Oh yeah, I think even mo- some you can even get like the like, the rare ones, the twenty ones, like the Dragon Ball Z. I think they're forty, which isn't a bad cop for me. Like I right, said, yeah. But then you have things like sneakers. They've always been this constant because I think the sneakers are synonymous with like a quick turnaround gain so it's always interesting to see during the super hyped release the people that gather to get it like when i wanted the chinese new year jays two years ago because i got the ones from this year not two years ago last year because i got the ones this year i remember me and my buddy echo we were kind of like we both struck out online and we were like let's go to the glendale galleria because they had a first come first serve which is always anytime let me give you a tip sneakerheads you know we're getting close to the dbz release so a lot of you uh nerds and would-be sneakerheads might be i'm gonna give you the first anytime something is first come first serve the time you think you're getting there even if you think it's early is never going to be early enough i learned that the first time when I wanted these Bape Adida NMDs, they were super clean, super nice. And they said that you can start lining up after the store closes at 9 p.m. Oh, so me and my man. sister, my for sister, the next day. Yeah, for the next day. So me and my sister, we pack like a sleeping bag. We come through. I'm like, we're going to be good. We're going to come at 8 p.m. Thinking I was real slick. When I say that line was wrapped <gasps> around the block multiple times. And when we got there, we were asking, like, how long have people been here? And they're like, since this morning. So what? They so waited two days in they line. They waited two days in line because I feel I think you were able to cop the shoe for like one eighty and you were able to flip it for a grand. Uh so so Holy crap. So if you think about that, if you yeah. say like your day rate is two fifty, that's still more than your day rate. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the, so the ones that you the new ones that you're talking about are the Dragon Ball Z, the Adidas line, which are mm-hmm. pretty uh pretty uh they've I've been tagged in them quite a bit <laughs> the last like two months. Uh I thank know, you. It's Everyone's funny. been I, sending it to us. I, I like the intention behind making sure I see it, but if you know my brand, you yeah. know I've seen it. Like <laughs> I am a nerd slash sneakerhead, so yeah. like it is, it has been deep. I've before you've thought to send it to me. I've known about this. I I've known about this since August of last year. That's how long. Yeah, I remember that's when, when they, they first announced. got announced. Yeah, yeah. And I've been tracking them ever since. But sometimes people do hit me with like some leaked images that I didn't see. Like someone tagged me in one where it was like the Goku's that we see now. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was the first time I seen like the close to finished product. But <laughs> yeah, never think that you're you're gonna be the one there. It's, that's wow. Speaking of tangents, I feel like that is the deepest, longest, and earliest tangent <laughs> that we've had. But speaking of getting in early, making money, let's talk about what is Bitcoin. Some people might not even know what it is, and some people kind of heard of it and are wondering where it came from. What is it? What is that Bitcoin? <laughs> Bitcoins. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble this time. 
<laughs> Bitcoin. What is Bitcoin? It was invented in 2009 by a person or a group. This is debated because there's no real person that's been credited necessarily um, who called himself Satoshi Nakamoto. So his stated goal was to create a, this is in quotes, a new electronic cash system that was completely decentralized with no server or central authority. Yeah, and then after cultivating it, in 2011, Nakamoto turned over the source code and the domains to pretty much everyone else in the Bitcoin community and subsequently vanished because, uh, we'll get into it, the Bitcoin is stronger the more people who are who has their kind of mm-hmm. tentacles in it and keeps it going. Uh, and if you want more on that, uh, the New Yorker did a great profile of Nakamoto from 2011, so definitely peep that if you got, it'll be in them footnoties. So what exactly is Bitcoin? So Bitcoin, simply put, is a digital currency. So there's no bills to print or coins to mint. It's decentralized. So there's no government institution like a bank or authority that controls it. Yeah. And and the owners are anonymous, which is kind of why it grew so popular in the first place. So instead of using names, tax IDs, or social security numbers, Bitcoins connect buyers and sellers through encryption keys. It's very, very, very secure, right? And it isn't issued from top down like a traditional currency. Rather, Bitcoin is mined by powerful computers connected to the internet. Uh, and this, we'll get into, has affected many different economies most certainly most affecting me and super producer dan uh just building pcs and we'll like i said we'll get into that later i'm very salty about it still to this day uh, bitcoins have really done in the kind of build your own computer game and it's because of this because they were mining it but that's kind of when I first learned about Bitcoin and why I was hesitant to join into it. So Bitcoin was, and we'll probably get into it later, but to talk about my experience now, uh, was popularized by a site called uh, Silk Road, which was oh, a yes. deep web website where people were trading drugs, sex, sex, child por- pornography, just all types guns. of illegal guns. It, it was it was basically a digital black market. It's a dark market. web. Yeah, it's a and digital black market. Of course, what currency would you use in a digital black market than a untraceable, Traceable, encrypted yeah. currency like Bitcoin? So that's where I heard of it. And I was like, why would I want this currency that is used for all this illegal stuff? You know, and yeah, hentai is free anyway. But you know, like, <laughs> is what? that why you're on Silk Silk Road? <laughs> I was. <laughs> Not on you could Silk get, Road. You could get that on like DeviantArt. I was, Just like uh, change your settings to 18 plus. Let the um, record show I have <laughs> never logged in to Silk Road. Oh, I would 1000% go on Silk Road just for drugs. Like I want to <laughs> specify that. I don't use it for the other show. I've never used it ever, but I listened to yeah, it. Ep- it sounded like you were a Silk Road Listen, listen. No, stuff. I've listened to other podcasts on the How Stuff Works Network. And I think that um, Stuff You Should Know, they might have talked about I it a little so. bit. Yeah. So, um, but the only, anytime I'm like, oh, drugs, uh, which I don't even do, I just do weed because I'm dumb. I do weed, kids. <laughs> Listen to how I talk about I know it. No, you do. But I do weed. But no, now that, now that I'm a divorced, and I have been the last Audience like, five at home years. <laughs> may not know, but I've turned the upper lamp and shined it in Danny's face. And I've been splashing water on her face. That's why she's been stuttering so much. I'm, I'm grilling her. You won't break me. Um, uh, no, I was going to say that now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should try drugs. 
Like, what's that all about? I what's didn't do it. In co- I was such a nerd in college. My roommates would make fun of me for studying so much because yeah. I had to, like one of my roommates, I went to UT and that's actually a difficult school. Like they only took the top 8% of their class to yeah. get to University of Texas and their business program is super hard. And my roommate would party all the time. I'm like, how do you go to school here? How do you go to school here? I, I was, was studying yeah. so much. I was completely afraid of marijuana because uh, my dad said, and I quote, the people I know back in Nigeria who smoked weed are dead now. <laughs> that is unrelated, unrelated to weed. <laughs> yeah. He They're didn't tell me they, 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 they were in the <laughs> they, army they, and died yeah. in the war. But he's like, the people I know mm-hmm. back in Nigeria. Uh, so They passed from old yeah. age. So I waited until I was 16 to smoke weed. I just want to say one more tangent is that so many of my friends and I that I've talked to, like millennials uh, that don't do ecstasy, is because one particular 2020 episode that I feel like everybody saw and everybody's <laughs> parents saw where somebody died from taking ecstasy is like yeah. one of the reasons why I still to this day have not taken X anyways. Yeah. Also, like that's the reason Electric Daisy Carnival isn't in L.A. anymore, and I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know. I don't do them, but um, I, I might. <laughs> <laughs> you might, yeah. I, like Dave Chappelle said, I might, it. I might bust them out when I'm eighty. You know, got nothing to lose. <laughs> what is Bitcoin? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, uh, so now uh, Bitcoin became like this new global payment network, like Mastercard or PayPal. It allows money to be transmitted electronically, but. Bitcoin is different from these uh, conventional payment networks in two important ways. Yeah, first, so Bitcoin network is fully decentralized. So the MasterCard network is owned and operated by MasterCard Inc., but there is no Bitcoin Inc. Instead, thousands of computers around the world process Bitcoin transactions in a peer-to-peer fashion. Which is interesting because it's almost just like BitTorrent. Does that make sense now? Guys, if you just uh, figured something out, a why? <laughs> but yeah, it's I, if you're aware of how BitTorrenting works, that's it's, that's basically Bitcoin. Yeah, can you explain torrenting to people? Hell yeah! So, our pirates, pull up your boats and come God. talk to me. <laughs> We've already we lost talk like about ten torrenting. followers. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before things like Spotify. Oh, I just got Apple, it because you're pirating. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you just thought I was doing a fun pirate voice? <laughs> How do we have our own show? I don't know. Please this is continue. definitely the most off the rails episode. But you know what? It's Bitcoin. It should be. Because mm-hmm. uh, Bitcoin is boring. Unless we're- <laughs> also, it's just insane as as a product. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Before we had Spotify, Apple Music, and your Netflix, and and Movie Pass, and while Movie Pass was <laughs> the short flash in a pan that movie pass was people felt the need to pirate movies I, i've never pirated a single thing that's in my not life. true <laughs> uh you know because you know it, it's not you know because god's always watching but certain scurvy dogs would go on the internet and pirate now this i'm not talking about kazaa or, or napster or napster eventually there became a more secure way to torrent called uh uh, torrenting or bit torrenting mm-hmm. uh, where instead of you downloading the file from a network or a server the file is broken up across a bunch of different computers which are now seeding parts of the file and your computer leeches the file with other leechers and they download as one complete file 
and it also spreads the workload and also makes it harder to track uh, until some buster gets busted, then charters on your neck, and they send you that weird letter in the mail that says, hey, please stop pirating or we'll cut off your internet connection. Yeah, they literally do send you that. Like, they will send you a letter. I know people that have gotten it before. Yeah. I think the my favorite pirating story was <laughs> was the we were, when I was working on At Midnight, a show that is about the internet and needs the internet. The internet went out for a solid like 30, 45 minutes, uh, just gone, and we were freaking out. And it turns out that one of the the crew <gasps> uh... was were, was downloading a, a movie, mm-hmm. and so the the internet company we'll cut it, it down. cut it off. Yeah. yeah. And the movie they were downloading was A Man from Uncle. And that was <laughs> the research. funniest part about For research, Like, really, probably. A Man from Uncle? That's the one that you were about to get fired over? <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah, we all, they, they were so strict that you could not give the crew <laughs> the internet password. I, I think it was an inside job. I think the crew was getting blamed, and it was like someone yep. in HR going yep. off. A Man from Uncle. Wow. Anyway, so like Danny was saying, there is no single entity to kind of pull from. And also MasterCard and PayPal payments are based on conventional currencies, such as the U.S. dollar. Bitcoin does not work like that. It has its own unit of value, which is called the Bitcoin. The value of one Bitcoin fluctuates as other currencies in the same way the euro's value fluctuates against the dollar or the yen to the dollar or the... uh, Peso? The peso. And you got you got your uh, pound, uh, but back uh, back when this this kind of research article was written in November 2015, one Bitcoin was worth about four hundred dollars, and all Bitcoins in existence were worth about six billions. I think it boosted. So from yeah, there. So, so okay, so so one Bitcoin is worth around four hundred, and all Bitcoins in existence are worth around okay, yeah. So because you can have a fraction of a Bitcoin as well. So we'll get we'll get into that. So in 2013 the skyrocketing value of bitcoins from $13 in January to more than 1000 in early December. That's a huge leap for I investors. I mean, if you want to do the leap, so they said in uh in November of 2015 one bitcoin was worth about $400. Right now one bitcoin is $6,328.43. And that's during a drop it is it is dropped and that's where it's at so that's that's what's interesting too and why i kind of mentioned the when you jump in when you don't whereas like people who jumped in during the big boom a few months ago when all the news sites were going in they might be hurting now but if you jump came in at like 2015 yeah this is you're still you're still on the come up if you had bought one bitcoin for four hundred dollars you're still looking, sitting real pretty, mm-hmm. uh, which is why it's like, yeah. Yeah, so back in 2013, venture capitalists invested $95 million in Bitcoin-based startups uh, and then $347 million in 2014 and more than $450 million in 2015. But there hasn't been much sign that Bitcoin is revolutionizing the financial industry the way optimists hoped it would. So the use of the Bitcoin network has grown kind of slowly. Almost seven years after the network was created, there still aren't any good examples of Bitcoin applications that are accessible and useful to mainstream users. Well, yeah, and it got like, okay, I was circling the uh, the human, uh, to use shark terms, me and my sharks be talking. I was circling the human for a bit when it came came to this recent boom, and it's gotten 
more complicated to get into cryptocurrency because they're mm-hmm. because everyone I think the way for a lot of people were the altcoins because you know people would rather like to have multiple coin than fractions of coins even though you can buy in a fraction you like you would rather have one, one Ethereum yeah. Yeah, than yeah, yeah. a fraction of a Bitcoin. But to get to a lot of these altcoins, you had to buy in at Bitcoin anyway. Then you would have to transfer the Bitcoin to Ethereum. And in the end, it feels like one big pyramid scheme to get the people who own these altcoins so they can get more Bitcoins. That's what it feels like. I'm sure somebody's like, no. <laughs> yeah. You know what is kind of cool is I saw at um at different like stores and stuff, I have seen Bitcoin ATMs. Oh, yeah. Back before Meltdown Comics, before they closed, had yeah, a they, Bitcoin ATM. And they accepted Bitcoin. And uh, Heather Ann Campbell, a uh, good friend, I think we've mentioned her on the pod before. She was, uh, when she would coach teams, she would accept Bitcoin as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Heather Ann Campbell is a improv coach and also a writer for The Twilight Zone. Yeah, the new episode, the new series with Jordan Peele, and she's written on a bunch of stuff. With yeah, him, she's but... written on, uh, you know, what was that? Key one and Peele, kids? right? Yeah, I no, think... no. Uh, she she wrote on. She's but written she, on a lot of stuff. She's written on SNL for sure. I know. And the what was that? The Awesome Crew. She wrote mm-hmm. on that show. Uh, probably her least favorite credit for someone to mention, but you know. Oh, and she was on uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways? Yeah, yeah. Or anyway. So what is blockchain, huh? Well, what is blockchain? When you often hear Bitcoin or any coin, Rob, you hear blockchain. Well, blockchain is an electronic database of transactions and uh, new deals are added to the chain and then stamped and protected with a mathematical equation. That's why I don't like them. I hate math. I do hate math as well. <laughs> um, the database is shared among hundreds of other computers or nodes on the network to make it virtually impossible for one agent to change it. So these nodes use their computing power and compete to verify and decode the latest transaction. So this is the nerdiest that our podcast has gotten. This is then appended as a block to the chain. Its ability to offer a verifiable, immutable, and public record is what attracts many advocates. And so this is a quote from Jonathan Johnson, who is an executive at Overstock.com, which is an online retailer that accepts payment in virtual currencies. I've also used, I think I bought a rug from them. He said, it can do for the nearly free and frictionless transfer of assets what the internet did for the nearly free and frictionless transfer of information. I still feel like they're acting like it's really simple and easy, and I don't think it's as simple and easy as they're, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's still a lot of uh, shadiness to it at times. Like like you said, Iffy. Yeah. Um, so how is it being used? Its chief use is as a system behind most of the hundreds upon hundreds of virtual coins that are being created, stored, and traded online, of which Bitcoin is the best known, but it's not the only cryptocurrency. Estonia uses distributed ledgers for the public to follow court, legal, and democratic procedures. That makes sense. Like there has to be as much as it's like, it's not untraceable. Yeah. There is some I'm, way to trace it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's there's some way to trace it, kinda. <laughs> yeah, exactly, kinda. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what's interesting is like the fact that some countries like Russia and China are interested in creating their own virtual currencies. And the reason that's interesting is because China recently uh, banned Bitcoin, and be. It would be very interesting to see if within the next few months they launch their own altcoin mm-hmm. because that would be kind of a 
crappy power mo- it was like a power move crappy mon- monopolistic thing to do but yeah. also it is china <laughs> it was like disney pulling out of uh netflix They're like no we're good we're yeah. good Here's we got our, our own thing dumb app oh my gosh i it's just the more people split <laughs> buckle up for another tangent <laughs> the more people split from a united streaming platform the more it just becomes like regular TV. Yeah, but the United streaming platform could monopolize in, in certain ways. And anyways, I love Netflix and Disney. I love you guys so much. I hope you're listening and I have meetings with you. I love you very much. Mm-hmm. So financial markets are among the most enthusiastic adopters. So equity funding into companies building the blockchain technology hit $1 billion last year across 215 deals, according to data from CB Insights, which is a research group. Yeah. Even uh, the bank-backed R3 consortium has raised more than $100 million. Credit Agricole, the French lender, took a small equity stake in Settle, the UK blockchain technology developer. And many institutions hope that a real-time ledger could automate their, their kind of expensive back-office system and save them millions. Yeah, but how are people using Bitcoin? And how can you use it? We're going to get into that right after this break. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we are back. So one of the things when you're using Bitcoin is you have to have a Bitcoin wallet. Is that yeah. right, Ify? Yeah, yeah. That's right. I I have a empty Bitcoin wallet. Like I said, I was <laughs> I circling you the human. Me. Yeah, I, I think I remember you saying human. that. Yeah, I had it locked, all... loaded, the app. I was ready to go. I was like, the You got the tag payday. protectors. You just didn't have the beanie baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the tag protector. I love that there's always some extra accessory you need for collecting stuff. Like with comic books, it became bag and boards. Yep. Sneakers, there you gotta you gotta keep the box, which has mm-hmm. been a nightmare. Oh, I need to talk to you about cleaning my sneakers because I I know that you've commented on my sneakers because I don't really care about them as much as you do. Oh, but I'm I know a that I have fancy boy. I'd I know that I have some cleaner. cool ones. You'll be like, oh, those are really nice. And Maybe. oh, take them to the dry cleaner. Ah, well, that's because I actually work out in mine. Yeah, I, mine aren't just for show. Okay, I have I have the, <laughs> the, I have workout shoes, and the workout shoes are my Under Armour Rock Deltas mm-hmm. with the Brahma Bull on the back to let people know yeah. I'm on Team Rock. The only time is when like listeners. And people on the internet True. ask me where it goes because I know we won't show up to the same place with them on. But there, I'll never forget. Here's a quick story. In high school, I had this Echo Jacket. It was like the it was like the good version of that episode of Atlanta where he gets the Fubu jacket. <laughs> I found this Echo Jacket at Ross, and everybody was like, "Dang, that jacket's tight!" And I was like, "So cool!" Like my cred went up. Everyone thought it was cool. I was rocking it, mm-hmm. and a week later. This fool shows up to school wearing the same jacket. How dare! And every time I, I would, dare. I would antagonize this kid every time. Where it's like, oh, you, you know, I had this jacket. You know, I had this jacket until finally he was like, my mom got me this. <laughs> I can't. He was like, I don't. And I was like, oh yeah, we're kids. We have no yeah. choice in what we really wear. Yeah. We, we point at things on a on a rack and ask for it. And maybe we'll get it. <laughs> I uh, my thing with that is I have Goku, my little Goku and Vegeta tattoos, which I got specifically like made. Um, Romeo Lacoste, who does a lot of anime tattoos, did, and he's also like had a sh- show on uh, one of those tattoo shows. But anyways, he, he Romeo Lacoste did that. Yeah. Okay, I got some off air stuff to say. Okay, um, but anyways, uh, that's... I mean, I guess it's not too spicy. But he dated or. Who knows hooked these up? Days. Hooked up? Yeah, he he dated or hooked up with my ex's best friend. Okay. And that's and so we we were like big kicking it for a minute, and I thought he was cool, and then they broke up, and I was like, kind of like Romeo more than you. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Romeo. Somebody tagged. I was wanted someone to do my tattoos, and someone tagged him, and I thought he was just like some kid that was like, "Hey, I heard yeah. you want to do tattoos." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, kid." And then I looked, and he had like four hundred thousand followers. I was like, "Oh, sure, yeah, you I- can do them." Anyways, what I was gonna say real quick is that a lot of people copy my tattoos. Like they're like, "Oh, I want to get those," or "I'm gonna get those." I showed this to my tattoo artist. Which I guess is flattering, but now it kind of just seems like I went along this trend as opposed to like, no, I asked specifically (laughs) for him to make them like this. And I've seen people tweet like kind of versions of it. But anyways, uh, yeah, because it's on my body. So it's like something really personal to me. But it's I don't own the characters. So I guess if you're going to copy his design of them, whatever. Um, (laughs) Moving on. You sound salty. 
No, it's just I don't want people to I want people to know that I'm not copying someone else. I don't yeah, care no, if people copy you. me, but I don't want people to be like, oh, I because I've shown my tattoos and people have been like, oh, I've seen those before. I'm like, no, no, no. You've seen them from me. Yeah, like, you have not seen these. I got these done and then they got really popular by because a lot of anime sites shared them. And then what is a Bitcoin wallet, Iffy? Well, <laughs> unlike most traditional currencies, Bitcoin is digital, as we've been saying multiple times. And so the approach to this kind of currency is completely different, particularly when it comes to where you're going to store it. As Bitcoins don't exist in a physical shape, so you can't throw it in a physical wallet or put it in a card. Uh, or yeah, I guess you can there. They, they were, there were a few launches of Bitcoin cards. But you can't like de- get it out of the bank and hold it and like hand it and distribute yeah. it that way. Uh so instead, uh, the private keys used to access your public Bitcoin address and sign for transactions that need to be securely stored, you can use a digital wallet. And a combination of the recipient's public key and your private key is what makes a Bitcoin transaction possible. So there are several forms of your wallet catering for different stuff and varying in terms of safety and security, convenience and accessibility. And, you know, so let's just go through some of them. First up, we got the mobile wallet. Mobile wallets are basically what I have. It's a phone app. And they're handy because they you can use them and, uh, with some if you have like uh, like Apple Pay type yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, just like Apple Pay. NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use them even in physical stores. All you need to do is just install the app, open an account, and you just go from there. It's pretty easy setup. Probably the easiest one. Then it says here that it's considered to be more safer than cloud wallets. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. You know, cloud gets, uh, it's not as safe as people think, obviously. So we've seen all the nudes being leaked. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big big Cloud has been trying to push their agenda for a while. Big Cloud. My mom, to this day, will not, her her phone runs so slow because she refuses to upload to the cloud. So she just has all of her photo, like everything on there. And and she doesn't really understand about like upgrading her phone. Yeah. Anytime she goes in to upgrade it, they're like, well, you need to back this up to the cloud. And she refuses to. Also, you, you, she does know she can just plug it in and put some of I those know, pictures on. You just don't want to sit down with her and have to. I, <laughs> You know, I, I pick and choose my battles. But I also want to be like, mom, the government, I don't know if they care about all the pictures of your granddaughter and your rose garden. But, Next you know, you know, to you each turn his on own. The news, you know, I tuned into the cloud, <laughs> saw this Danny Fernanda, and I... I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I've been listening to Nerdonculus, and I've been listening. I've, I've been looking for the Krillers, the, the Krillernit videos. I can't find them. Big fan of Danny Fernando. <laughs> this is the gonna most follow off her, the rails. Gonna follow her on the Twitters. Been, I, she's been posting those thirsty traps. I, I feel like it started as Trump and then like turned into like some other... <laughs> Desktop wallets are another popular choice, which is also safer than online wallets. So we're just getting more and more safe here. They're downloaded and installed on a PC or laptop and are accessible from an installation device. However, if your computer is infected with a virus, gets hacked, or experiences external damage, there's a chance to lose all your funds. What the hell? None of these are actually bullet proof like foolproof well yeah i i that's technology just isn't period it's like there are moments in your life when you've had things stolen from you i was just talking about this with our friend paris the other day where it's like i would rather be robbed than to have someone break in and take my stuff because at least i can like either 
try and fight if I feel like it's worth it or remember their eyes and track them down for the rest of their lives. But like when someone comes in and takes it or or a situation like this where you get a virus and it's just gone, it's just Uh. gone. It just feels, it's just the worst feeling. Back in. No, no, we got to move on. Yeah, let's move on. So then we also have the hardware wallet. Uh, hardware wallets store users' private keys on a device, typically like a USB drive. And that then still doesn't make, seem safe. Well, you can have it in your pocket. I got yes, a, that's that's very safe. Carrying like all of your money in uh, a USB drive on your pocket in your pocket, it's just as safe as a regular wallet. <laughs> uh, but you know, you're able to make the online transactions with the USB drive. However, most of the time they're offline, and that is one of the strengths. Various manufacturers make hardware wallets compatible with different web interfaces. Therefore, complete characteristics depend on the wallet's personal integrations. And then the hardware storage is also convenient because of its ability to send and receive the current by merely plugging them into the internet <laughs> you jack in and you get your money okay like the so there is one more way and that is a paper wallet that just seems very inc- i have actually heard of these so a paper wallet is essentially a document which contains a public address that can be used to receive bitcoins and a private key which allows you to spend or transfer bitcoins stored at that address. So those are often printed in a form of QR codes so that you can quickly scan them and add the keys to a software wallet to make a transaction. This all se- I mean also, let's, ju- this, let's this, just use PayPal this is, people. This is probably the worst because like you you say you're like all right, I'm about to go to this drug deal. Let me go to this Kinkos, print out my paper wallet on the way big old Rottweilers in the mood for some paper. You, your, your hands hanging low. You're walking just because you, you're real excited to, to make this make this big drug deal, and then the Rottweiler comes up, eats your paper. What you gonna do at the drug deal? Say the dog ate my big. <laughs> that was a lot of build up for that one bad joke. Thank you. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> Say the dog ate my Bitcoin. <laughs> Actually, that's a good joke. I take it back. That was a very good joke. Basically, it's it's interesting because the you know a lot of people's hang ups with Bitcoin is because it's this new money that you don't know where it is, how can it go, and all this stuff. But also, we forget how wild and insane actual money is. For sure. Like, you know, greenbacks themselves are just wild. Like, they're based off of our gold stores? Question mark? Question mark. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I understand people's concerns. It's kind of like it's out of thin air, but almost all of our U.S. dollars, about 90% are purely abstract. That's actually kind of terrifying and freeing. Uh, if you, I did see a tweet that was like, all these hackers need to you know, get on and, and delete our student loans, <laughs> which I agree with. I mean, come on. So there's actually nothing stopping our banking system from creating more dollars whenever the mood strikes. That's also crazy and something that they did do in the history of the U.S. Um, of the 13.7 trillion in the M2 money supply as of October 2017, 13.5 trillion was created after 1959. Or to put it another way, M2 has expanded by almost 50 times. Yeah. So so it is interesting because I think that was kind of the lure of Bitcoin for some people is to not have that kind of government backing attached to it. You do get to create a almost universal form of money because there's no, 
there's there's no no one can go in and sway Bitcoin. Bitcoin is going to ebb and flow as it naturally does as there are more people using it and keeping it and spending it and cashing it out for money. So when you think about it, Bitcoin is almost and I now I sound like the guy who's cornered you in the office uh who's <laughs> who heard you over talk uh over are you talk talking about, about Bitcoin? Yeah, he's cornered you and now he's like, "Hey, it's actually, you know, in in a way safer than regular currency because you know, you know that it no one can come in and change it." But especially when you look at things like uh when the EU had that huge crash and the amount of money you thought you had just wasn't or the the amount of money especially because I feel like Europeans travel a lot more than than Americans and they travel on the strength of how strong their dollar is so to be to use like the euro and then have it sink in its price probably did affect certain people way more than you know us over here even though the euro is still stronger than the dollar. I appreciate that. We should go to a break. All right, yeah. Let's we should, it. we should, because we, we, we've talked about how people can use Bitcoin. Yeah, I feel like we've been on team Bitcoin to this point. Maybe we should switch sides. After the break. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We are back. So we're going to talk about, you know, why it might not be so great. Uh, One is fluctuation major. Mm. That's happening. So Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have been identified as economic bubbles. So so what is an economic bubble? An economic bubble is a trade in an asset at a price or price range that strongly exceeds the asset's intrinsic value. 
Um, it could also be described as a situation in which asset prices appear to be based on implausible or inconsistent views about the future. Basically, it's kind of dangerous to have a lot of your money. I think some people even had like during the break, if I was telling you about uh, friends of ours that work at a different channel, who yeah. the owner of that channel, the guy that bought that channel, he bought it because he got a lot of money in cryptocurrency. And then he started to offer them getting their paychecks in crypto, like in Bitcoin. And uh, I was telling our friends, no, you you need to get real money. Yeah. Not saying that Bitcoin isn't, but we're now looking at some of the some of the um how it how it's fluctuating a little bit dangerous. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's it's all it's crazy. You don't want to be paid with something where the baseline is constantly changing because because also how would that work? Would would you always get like your paychecks worth in crypto or would you get a crypto amount that doesn't change? I don't know. Yeah. In 2017, the prices were kind of starting at $998 and then rose Holy to $13,412.44 on the 1st of January in 2018. This year. Yeah. On the 1st of January. 13,000. Yeah. It, that's why everybody was talking. I mean, uh, people have been talking about it, but that's why it was really, I felt like, in the zeitgeist, like the past around that time. Oh, yeah. So, even though it was at 13 grand at the beginning of the year, it actually reached its peak in December when it had an all time high of $19,666. That's the devil's number. That's why. <laughs> that's the devil's yeah. number. Well, it must have been because it fell 70% to $5,920 on the 6th of February of this year. Now, here's where, you know, you're going to hear me say over and over again how you still would have been good if you got in early. Because if you got if you bought in for nine hundred and ninety eight dollars, you're still on the come up. That's the thing. But you do have to live with the fact that you missed out on almost 20K. <laughs> then something I mentioned a little earlier happened. China banned the trading in Bitcoin with the first steps taken in September and had a complete ban starting that February. So then Bitcoin's prices fell from $9,052 to $6,914 on February 5th of 2018, this year. The Bitcoin percentage of Bitcoin in trading fell from over 90% in September 2017 to less than 1% in June. Yikes. And then throughout uh, the rest of the first half of this year, Bitcoin's price fluctuated between around 11 k and 5 k And on July 1st, of this year, Bitcoin's price was $6,469. Bitcoin's prices were negatively affected by several hacks and thefts mm. from cryptocurrency mm -hmm. exchanges. Makes sense. Yeah, including the thefts of uh, the CoinCheck in January 2008, CoinRail and BitThumb in June, and Bancor in July. So that's a lot of thefts of people money. And that's and that's that's also kind of what that makes is, sense, though. is crazy about Bitcoin because... At least with banks, you have the FDIC, which is the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which was created after the Great Depression, which means basically if your bank fails, you at least won't go completely broke. You're, you're insured for general amount. Like the, the insurance limit was initially $2,500 per ownership category, uh, but uh, as of the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act in 2011, the FDIC insures deposit in member banks for up to $250,000 per ownership category. So you have that if your banks fail or, I guess, get robbed or anything that would lead to you losing money. 
there's nothing like that in Bitcoin. So yeah. if the people who are holding your money get robbed or jacked or, you know, or even if they fail, you're out of money. You're done. You're out. Yeah, it seems like this would be like a Black Mirror episode because in a in a perfect world, it'd be like, yeah, why wouldn't we just use Bitcoin? Why wouldn't we just use cryptocurrency? But then it's like, oh, right, because it can be hacked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, right, because it's an electronic you know, entity and those are susceptible to things like that. Uh, really quick before we wrap up, I just wanted to mention a couple of other types of cryptocurrency. So there's Ether, which is... Uh, a cryptocurrency whose blockchain is generated by the ether that's what you were talking about ethereum. earlier yeah. yeah ethereum platform so ether can be transferred between accounts and used to compensate participant mining nodes for computations performed what a nerdy sentence yeah yeah then you had litecoin i've heard of litecoin as well uh which was released via an open source client in october 7th of 2011 the litecoin network went live in october 13th of 2011 and it was a fork of the Bitcoin core client differing primarily by having a decreased block generation time, 2.5 minutes, increased maximum number of coins, a different hashing algorithm. Yeah, it should be noted that it was made by Charlie Lee, who was a, a Google employee and former engineering director at Coinbase. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of knew what he was doing. And you had the Dogecoin uh, because, uh, of course, the Internet made a meme coin. Yeah, so can you play explain to people what the what that meme is? Yeah, so the Doge is a meme of uh one of arguably one of the cutest dog, the Shiba Inu dog, and uh is basically it's making like a goofy face. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to tweet it yeah, out. Yeah, it's hard You've to describe. Seen it You've for seen sure. the Doge. Yeah. And that was the coin base and the logo was that Doge. Uh it was introduced as a joke currency on uh, December 6th, 2013, but it quickly developed its own online community. God, the internet is so predictable and reached a capitalization of 60 million in yeah. January of 2014. Here's here's what uh, is kind of what I would mention earlier before we get out of here. I don't want to uh, cut this off. So we touched on Bitcoin mining, but we didn't really explain what it is and what Bitcoin mining is is you basically uh, use your desktop CPU and GPU to kind of, uh, I guess, Dan, you know the ins and outs of mining, right? Yeah, a little bit. The long story short is that you're basically using your computer to do complex calculations, calculations that haven't been completed yet, and each individual calculation that you do gets added to the blockchain. And that is one incredibly complex calculation that then is that is kind of like taken care of. And it takes your whole GPU to even do these incredibly complicated calculations. Uh, and I think that's all I have. Uh, but yeah, you might be hearing CPU and GPU. CPU is basically your computer's brain, but your GPU is your graphics processing unit or your graphics card. The reason this has ruined building computers is now you have Bitcoin miners who are buying up and graphics cards just to use them for bitcoin mining and lots of bitcoin mining rigs don't use just one graphics cards they'll stuff three four five gpus in a one box and just have them running non-stop so that they're they could do these complex computations and then some folks might try and flip that card and then you get a card that's been worked hard and it dies on you and you don't know why even though now it's rumored that 
actually mining cards are better taken care of because the miners have to keep them up. It's a, it's a big debate on uh, Reddit specifically. But because of that, it caused a supply-demand issue with graphics card raising the prices because it feels like graphics cards are the wild wild west and if and if there's a demand for it new egg and all these sites seem to be okay with just raising the price instead of just distributing them and limiting how many people can buy but you know you know that's just common sense uh but you know when money's involved we seem to lose it it's true it's true. I just wanted to add one more thing is, yeah, definitely. If you want to know more about the creator, Satoshi Nakamoto, uh, definitely check it out because he's it's a very he's a very elusive billionaire. Um, very few people outside of the Department of Homeland Security know his real name because I guess that's not his real name. Um, and uh, the DHS will not publicly confirm that they even know the billionaire's identity. Um, as of 2017, he was worth more than seven billion. Don't know if that's changed since the the fluctuation of Bitcoin, but um, very fascinating guy slash maybe not guy, maybe a whole group of people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I imagine uh, that is on purpose that they can't find this person. Oh, for sure. I mean, also if you're a billionaire, you kind of have the money to to disappear. Yeah, to disappear. Well, that that's it. Yeah, that that is Bitcoin. Uh, sorry for. The extra amount. We, I feel like I feel like I we were extra, stuffed, extra. Yeah, I stuffed a lot more tangents in here. But we'll you know, we'll we'll just we'll peel keep, it back the next episode. Every episode is an experiment. Not it's really. true. We just Well no, we I mean we we have different things that we need to talk about and discuss. Plus, like I have some tea on some upcoming episodes. So, mm. you know, you can come here for the facts, but also the behind the scenes of stuff that of people that we actually know in the industry. That's spicy. It's spicy. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything you want to plug or uh, any shows coming up? Yes, I do. Um, I'm going to be on a show at uh, Dynasty Typewriter. If you live in L.A., come out. It's going to be... Uh, oh, also a friend of the show, Jamie Loftus, is on oh. it. You know, she's part of the Zeit Gang. That gang? Uh, here. We got to get her a part of the Nerd Fam, for sure. Yeah. Um, but that's September 30th. There we go. At 8 p.m. Come out and see our show. Yeah, and if you're listening in Washington, D.C., I was like, dang, I wish I could go to the show or see at least one half of Nerdificent. I will be up in there. Me and the White Women crew are coming to Washington, D.C. for the D.C. Improv Fest. So yeah, if you're listening to Danny's and you're like, I wish I could see one half of Nerdificent, but I'm on the way in Washington, D.C., lucky you, because... Friday, September 28th, I will be touching down my feet in Washington, D.C. for the D.C. Improv Fest with my group, White Women, Carl Tart, who was formerly on Culture Kings, Lamar Woods, currently writing for Single Parents, wrote for New Girl, Zeke Nicholson, writing for AB Bio, uh, Ishmael Saheed, a dad on Cousins for Life, Whoa. and Ronnie Adrian from that weird Gus Van Zant movie that just came out, <laughs> oh, Won't Get Far on Foot. And your boy, if you wide away from Nerdificent, the feed, aka BuzzFeed, and wherever else they pay me, check yep. us out, DC Improv Festival, and uh, check out Candy Dinner on uh, on Mondays too. We the spice and what's nice on Tuesdays, which is this cast. I wanted to say, uh, let us know your Bitcoin stories. Ooh, yes, please. Tell I'm very us. fascinated, or your cryptocurrency stories, like, or if you have like some weird relative that I don't know, like, got huge from Bitcoin. I want to know yeah. all the stories, or if, if your you boss want... tried to pay you in Bitcoin or whatever. I don't know. I'm very fascinated. Yeah, 
if you're just super hype on Bitcoin, it's like, iffy, I'm going to send you Bitcoin. Hit me up and I'll uh, <laughs> give you my Bitcoin wallet info and we'll go into this business together. Uh, as always, you can find me on Ify Wadiway, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E on Twitter and Instagram. And Ifty's on Twitch. Lots of the nerd fam coming through. I'm going to come through with a harder schedule. I'm getting used to this BuzzFeed schedule. I had to do a lot of uh, business-y stuff this month, so it was harder to lock it down. But I have like a fun schedule plan. Hell yeah. Uh, You know, we're going to do Throwback Thursdays where we're going to be playing older games like Borderlands maybe diablo 3 we're just gonna take it back and then of course mmo mondays where we're playing wow i'm an alliance fan let's let's run some raids uh and i may i might i might make a horde character for y'all and then we are definitely gonna have to have some uh some some weeb wednesdays when we play some some nice anime based games and some uh dragon ball fighters yeah yeah and do some league we got lots of league heads so let's let's mix it up. Let's have some fun. Come through, hang out, and thank you to everyone who has hit me with a prime sub and everyone who will in the future. If you're like getting ready to click that button while you're listening to the pod, thank you. But you're probably gonna hear me say thank you if you're doing it while I'm on stream. Uh all love. Love y'all all. Danny needs to give her socials. I'm at Miss Danny Fernandez. It's M S D A N I F E R N A N D E Z. I um I love you. <laughs> we both love you. Stay nerdy, fam. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.